The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good morning, everybody. This is Dwayne Henry filling in for Neville James on Analyze This um, on WTGX 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Uh, this morning, uh, our first guests are going to be from the Department of Education, and they're going to be uh, updating us on some of the, the um, progress they've been making in their maintenance. Uh, we have... Uh, should be on the on the line. We should have uh, Commissioner um, Wells Hedgington calling in. Uh, she's on the line. Good morning, Commissioner. Good morning, Commissioner. And, um, hi. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. How are you? This is Dwayne Henry. I, mm-hmm. Hi. Good morning, Mr. Henry. I am well. That's Thank good. Thank you for asking. Good. I did did the superintendent arrive inside the studio? Uh, she is here now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also have uh, uh, Director Yancy Milligan from your, your yes. maintenance. Uh, yes. I don't want to start talking. Like, I hope I'm not starting off on a bad note, but I just wanted to, to send my condolences to the Department of Education family on the passing yes. of uh, Bonifa yesterday. Yes. And uh, she was a very good friend of mine, so it's a personal condolences I'm sending out as uh, to her family, but especially to the Department of Education family since y'all are here. So um, she was a and good... And we appreciate that. Thank you very and much. And we also extend it to you and your family as well. Oh, thank um, you. You know, death is never easy, mm-hmm. and um, she definitely will be missed. I had the pleasure of, of meeting her at various uh, professional development <laughs> opportunities. And so um, I do know her from interacting, and so I, I definitely extend that same condolence to her family and the entire uh, VIDE family as well. Great, great. Uh, she, um, for those of you who know, she was a monitor at uh, Ricardo Richards, and I know the kids are going to miss her tremendously. Uh, Claro. Claro, Marco. Okay, but she did work Clado at Ricardo Marco. for yeah, a she, long time. She worked at Ricardo oh. Richards right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Lumaco. Um, Eulalie Rivera, and most recently, Claudio Marco. And the update is coming from? Superintendent Dr. Atley Herman, <laughs> Superintendent for the Synchro District. Good morning. Good morning. Community. Welcome. Good morning. So, yes, yeah, so it is a, um, a sad day in VIDE, oh. and so she was a dedicated monitor. Um, she enjoyed engaging with the students. We actually have activated our crisis response team, so they're there this morning to support the Claudio Marco communi- um, family. Um, our Marlins family, the students, the staff, and so um, we'll keep her and her family and her sons and absolutely in our prayers. Absolutely. So, Commissioner, um, you, you're here to talk to us and update us on some stuff that you, y'all been doing, right? Of course. That's, that's why we're here, and we thank you for the opportunity to address you as well as the entire community on a whole um, on what the Department of Education has been doing. Uh, this past 30 days, um, Mr. Milligan, <clears throat> who is in the studio, has um, oversight, <clears throat> excuse me, has oversight over the day-to-day maintenance of our facilities. And so we wanted to make sure that he is here to discuss, you know, what he's been doing as well. And one of the things that I want to say to the community before I let him 
to do most of the talking is that, you know, accountability goes both ways. And as the head of this Department of Education, I don't have a problem with anyone holding us accountable. And so the actions taken by the students and the teachers were well received. And we have things that we need to to address and things will be long standing because of the age of our facilities. But one thing that I can say to the community is that we are committed to doing what we need to do to ensure that our buildings are safe and secure. They're not going to be perfect uh, because many of the buildings are going to be demolished. So the work that we're doing is, is a temporary work as we continue to work our efforts on the other side to get the funding to replace and modernize our schools. And so uh, Mr. Milligan can update you on some of what he has been doing with his team uh, to address some of those issues that were brought forth through the protests and some of the longstanding issues that were already uh, being worked on by the Division of Maintenance. Great, Mr. Milligan. Hey, good morning. Pull the microphone close to you. Good Mr. morning. Sir. How are you, Mr. Thank, Henry? Thank you. Um, good to see you again. Good, good, <laughs> good morning, listening audience. Good morning, Commissioner, um, Director of Maintenance, Sinkra Yancy Milligan. I'm here just to give you the uh, family uh, update on what's going on in education. As Commissioner mentioned, Comfortability according to our 30-day project, you know, we hold our comfortability on a high level. So day-to-day, -day we're going out executing these uh, requests. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, most of all, so was the children, the kids' requests, the children' requests, um, things like drinking water in the facility. You know, our facility are now um, dressed with proper battle fountain station. Um, at least three on our campus, so drinking water is there. Um, to the children need if they choose to drink the water on property. Um, we were suffering with windows, had a lot of um, situation where window operators not being, you know, working properly. Um, that is being addressed. We have over 80% of all the window operators in all the schools now working properly. Now windows are opening and closed for sufficient air for the children to be more comfortable in classrooms. Um, we have situation as um, ACs. Uh, one of our biggest complaints was AC. So being able to have the AC, you know, on a timely matter, we choose to bring in fans in the meanwhile. So we got school like Complex. Uh, we just completed a 30-day project last night, um, installing fans to over 14 classrooms. And that was classroom that was desperately needed, a better situation, a um, comfortable condition. Uh, may I interrupt you? When you say installing fans, we're talking about the ceiling fans? Yes, okay. um, um, Mr. Henry, this is ceiling fan. And this is not a regular type ceiling fan. These are industrial high-grade ceiling fan, um, commercial spec. Um, so we, like I said, we already installed a good 14 to 15 classrooms in a um, complex. We complete that last night. That's just finished about 8 o'clock last night. Uh, we have Yulali Rivera, one of the other schools that was suffering with high heat um, situation as well. Um, the AC for Rivera is a lot more complicated. Electrical upgrade will be needed um, just to make sure that, you know, all those ACs could work and the power grid is, is normal. I want to ask you to delve into exactly what you mean by electrical upgrade. We talk, I know you. that's your specialty, and I know you could probably talk for days on, on what needs to be done, but if you could just... Uh, have the public understand really why the electrical grid needs to 
or the, the infrastructure. And no, no problem, Mr. Henry. So um, we all know electrical is a science, electricity is a science, and, and science don't change. Oh. Um, science remains the same anywhere in the world you go. So if, if you know, better scenario, so the you know, audience could understand, if you in your home and all of a sudden the temperature change and you need to be a little more comfortable and you choose to go and get some AC, you have to do an electrical consultant making sure that the purchase that you want is compatible to the unit that you have home. So I might look into a unit and I might say, first, before I pick any AC for the unit, I have to measure the unit. Uh-huh. What is 90,000 square foot to 10,000 square foot? Now I have to find a unit that is compatible to the square foot and the percentage of people in the building. So that's uh-huh. 96.7%. Each person temperature is 96.7. Uh-huh. So we add every single body, say 27 students per classroom uh-huh. versus that 900 square foot that the classroom have. Uh-huh. Then that would tell us what size AC we need. Uh-huh. Now the AC come with wattage. It comes with voltage, it comes with amperage. It mm-hmm. also tells us how many amperage we need and the voltage, the correct voltage to work this unit. Mm-hmm. If the classroom does not have 120 voltage, I need an electrical upgrade to now mm-hmm. put 120 or 240 into this classroom. Right. Step down to, or step up? I have to step up. I also mm-hmm. have to go back to my source, which is my breaker box, mm-hmm. to make sure that my breaker is also compatible to hold this new load. Mm-hmm. I also have to go back to my wire size. Mm-hmm. Now, when I add this amperage to my wire that is rated for 60 amps and I add another 40 amps, is it compatible? Will it burn? Is it, it going to cause a fire? fire? Right. Yeah. Right, so, right. And then after I don't do all of this, now I have to give WAPA a phone call. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that the transformer that WAPA provide me is comfortable to carry this load as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. So it, they got to be able to take the load. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a whole collective body um, mm-hmm. thing just to install any appliances in any facility, any home. So <laughs> electrical upgrade is very important mm-hmm. when you add in appliances to your system just mm-hmm. to make sure safety is there. Right. And we know all the situation behind electrical mm-hmm. um, that doing it on a professional level. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, you you broke it down like that. That's um, the best explanation I've thought of the AC problem Thank you. since. Seriously. Thank you. And, um, and I know like your bosses are not electricians like you are. And I know you're a master electrician, so which is why I asked you to, to really try to break it down that we could understand. Superintendent, you were trying to say something? Yeah, and I, I wanted to add to the fact that that's critically important as to why that wasn't on our 30-day timeline because that would not be realistic. And what we want, and um, the commissioner and VIDE, is that we want to have the community understand that we're coming from a place of honesty, transparency, and trust. And so ACs and ULALI is not 30 days, but talking about getting the assessment done to determine what that plan is going to be, uh-huh. that that was a part of the 30 days. Right. So, you know, there are things that are happening and we want to tie it back together. Right. Great. So, yes, Commissioner. If I may, mm-hmm. um, I need the public to understand that um, not because of the protest is all of this happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was able to take some local funding and put aside to conduct um, electrical assessments and scoping for our schools, all our schools, um, well, not all, for seven of our sites to have electrical upgrades. So that work was already in the process for Eulalie. That work was already in the process for 
um, Juanita Gardin and Lumokol and some other schools in mm. St. Croix. So what we're doing um, now is adding additional funding through mm -hmm. the reprogramming of the American Rescue Plan funds to allow us to outfit our campuses in lieu of this heat index that we are now receiving. The community has to understand that when these schools were built over 40 years ago, because your newest school in St. Croix is complex. Everything else was um, way back 40 years plus ago where there were no upgrades or, or, mm -hmm. or electrical um, codes that mm -hmm. we now have to follow. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we knew that we had an issue and so we took the initiative to enter into a contractual agreement. And there has been a consultant working on the scope um, and also managing the project. Because one of our problems in VID historically has been that not everybody in maintenance per se has that content knowledge like Mr. Milligan mm -hmm. does. And so over the course of the past 20 years, um, Things have been installed in schools, but no one has really double-checked what these electricians and so forth were doing. Mm -hmm. And so now that these assessments are being done, mm -hmm. we are seeing that some of the stuff was, was not the best work, mm -hmm. and now those things also have to be corrected. Right. And so I, it was something in the works that we're not going to stop. We're going to do every school because we realize that even the installation of a Promethean board in a school, laptop mm -hmm. cards, all of that pulls energy. Mm -hmm. And all of that mm -hmm. has to be examined before we could continue to add to the infrastructure. Yeah, well, exactly, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you all really break it down. Like, like I tell you, I just learned something from Mr. Billigan because I didn't realize that part of the assessment of the AC unit was um, taking into account how many people you're trying to chill. Mm -hmm. You know, it, and it makes sense. But, I, you know, you would think, oh, I'm going to slap a AC in there. You know, I would just put on a... And that's why sometimes you go to somebody's house and you go like, man, the AC feels kind of warm. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm glad he broke, the, they broke that down because they, this... And, and, and the safety side, too. You know, we're dealing right. with, with our children here. We can't just slap stuff in there. Next thing you old wiring. I went to public school my entire life. And I went to Juanita Garden. There's grammar school at the time. And I know... That wiring and up there, Junior High, which is now called Juanita Guardian. I know that wiring is, 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 I mean, it's like le at least 50 years old. At least, yes. At, at yes. probably closer to like 70. <laughs> They're also. And they have so, a new know. breaker now. Yes. <laughs> so there's yeah. a new breaker well, it's now. Been fixed. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah. you also mm -hmm. have to look at, Mr. Henry, the insulation of the classes as well. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that that a lot of times we will get donations from from community persons, and we love donations. Um, <laughs> however, you know, an AC might be installed into a, a particular classroom, mm -hmm. but no one took the time to look at the insulation of the classroom. Mm -hmm. And then, because there's not proper insulation, then you you become a breeding ground for air quality issues because yes. the unit starts to sweat inside plus, the room. Plus, you're wasting and it creates, energy, right? Right, yeah, right. You have the condensation issue, I know. Um, I, when I, believe it or not, when I worked at DPN, uh, the building, no, it wasn't our building, but that was a huge problem down there with the AC. Mm -hmm. yep. Huge, huge problem. The police department had the same issue because it's the same building. 
But, and, then, uh, and then you pay 20000 for a unit, and uh-huh. then you lose it in three years. Yeah, like and, and Commissioner said, we didn't prep the building uh-huh. to can, to control the, the comfort level. Right. And it all went out to, you know, the whole... Yeah, the, the guy standing right. up outside, outside feel cooler than you. Cooler than and, so, and so that's why it's very important for us to be very realistic um, on what we're aiming to complete in the 30 days in our 60 days in our 90 days and so i know we phased out the plan to the community and we're updating on our 30-day projects today and so it's really important that we we just let the community know there's reasoning and rationale behind of everything and the first thing is students and faculty health and safety uh-huh. making sure our schools are comfortable but function well so i don't know if mr milligan want to hit on some more 30-day projects that we've achieved of course i'm home and we're here to do that um i know the community wants to hear what's going on so we have another 30-day project um it's ongoing and not quite complete. We had a situation with Central High. So the train in Central High was complaining about termites biting them. I don't know if you, you know, familiar with the conversation. So um, it was a challenging one because um, usually from my knowledge of termites, termites really don't bite on human beings. So, but the nurse was, the school was pointing it out. Um, so we had to look into it. And termites live in trees. Central have some beautiful mahogany trees. Mm-hmm. And flamboyant. And, and flamboyant, I mean, beautiful, <laughs> over 100 years yes. old. I think uh, those central about 76, 50, 67 yeah, years old. Yeah, about that, yeah. About, that. about the, 76 years Those trees has to be, had to be in there before the school built. Yes. Or beautiful, big, fat, pretty mahogany mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. But Thomas is in them. Mm. So now when I get a phone call, a Thomas is biting the kids. I said, that's strange. Again, I know my situation is now to cut down these trees. Well, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, wow. nah, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, the tree soft shades and I mean, mm-hmm. beautiful shades in the courtyard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was out of my league a little bit. So I had to go to UVI. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to go to the export and pest control. I mm-hmm. had to go to look for Mr. Olasi Day's face, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Gina. And I had, mm-hmm. a, you know, then I had my classes on termites. Mm-hmm. And um, add to what I had already known. So we had to go back to the school and collect samples, collect the termites, see what family of termites it is, and look to see if there's any other situation causing this, you know, mm-hmm. situation. So we find out, get some sample of the termites, take it back to UVI. Doctor said no. You know what we're going to do? We're going to pick up this termite talk on the other end. <laughs> so hold that thought, Mr. Milligan. And right. uh, we're here with the Department of Education and they're giving us update on the 30-day projects. Doing Henry filling in for Nemo James. Uh, analyze this. We'll be right back. at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! 
or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. Good morning again. Welcome back. This is Dwayne Henry filling in for Neville James on Analyze This on WTJX uh, Radio, 93.1 UNPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we have uh, Commissioner uh, Wells Hedrington and uh, Superintendent Atlee Herman and Director Yancy Milligan here uh, speaking about projects that the Department of Education is um, currently working on here on St. Croix. Uh, before we left, um, Mr. Milligan was speaking about Central High with the termites. I went to Central High, so I'm intrigued by this conversation. So keep going. Yeah, so I'm continuing. So like I was mentioning, um, the knowledge that we needed to kind of make the school in a better situation, know that the termite wasn't the problem. Uh-huh. More investigation was necessary. So, you know, walking the school, you know, speaking with the children, speaking with the staff. Um, I brought up on Mr. Swanston, a man at Central High, very like friend. And um, he was comfortable enough to take off his shirt and show me uh-huh. what the situation was. Uh-huh. He said, Mr. Milligan, Yancey, this is not Tom White, this is uh-huh. Hans. So uh-huh. investigation start again. Uh-huh. So now me and he now is walking this campus looking uh-huh. for these things that is not Tom White. Right. We finance, we find that, we find that, we find a whole of ants mm. living in the door, traveling in the trees, traveling mm-hmm. in the walls, traveling on the bench that the wow. kids are they eating the snack. Oh. Pick it up, take it to you via in a rush. Like I uh-huh. even forget the car, <laughs> just start running. Oh, I was so Investigator. Yeah, yeah. 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 So take it to you via, and the doctor like, yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got it, Mr. Uh, Milligan. Um, tanks out of fees so bad that we are cut down those trees. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so she got it. She did went to her lab, check it out, find the family. And um, she t- asked, explained to me that she want to speak with the principal and the nurse. At the time, my investigation wasn't completed. So, you know, I didn't want her to do all of that. Still went ahead and, mm-hmm. and um, visit a PTA meeting and explain to the kids, the children in the school at it was just, you know, these ants and, like I said, the, the 30-day project is not completed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my next step is to find the right solution, green, 
mm-hmm. go out and treat the earth and treat those trees mm-hmm. um, bring some more trash bins in the courtyard area where the children are eating so they don't have to leave the sweets behind mm-hmm. you know to attract these ants mm-hmm. so you know all of that is in our third day probably by the end of this month that should be completed so sometimes it's not just infrastructure it's no. environment it's, it's, and it's critical for us to really sit back and see and do this these steps do this analysis of what's happening what's not happening because you're assuming it's termites right so we go in and we chop down all the trees mm-hmm. but the children still get bitten mm-hmm. so in this 30 days again just being transparent with where we are what's moving and now we have a, a way forward we have a mm-hmm. direction and a step mm-hmm. and then it's again it's not just infrastructure mm-hmm. it's bringing in trash bins mm-hmm. it's working with the school to say listen we might need to have an additional laborer to just mm-hmm. constantly move things around so gardening something yeah like so yeah, things are moving them. and shaking you know in in the district and that was a big one for central high mm-hmm. um there was some temporary roof repairs that was done in the mm-hmm. 30 days there were some holes that were you know were able to come in and partner with agencies Yes. To, to fix those. So, yes. Mr. Milligan, you, you, so, you're, you're, you're slipping on some of the thing. Come give them some more. Well, you know, you're going to come in and just take time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, speaking so of that... If I may. Yes, Commissioner. I, I need Mr. Mr. Milligan to touch on the most sensitive part for me, mm-hmm. um, the bathroom. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, in, in our discussions with the students, um, uh, which is something, uh, Mr. Henry, that we're doing every month, I'm actually coming over... In, in, in tomorrow, I'm, we're going to meet with the students again. I've committed to meeting with them every month, um, and I do the same in St. Thomas. Um, but, you know, they mentioned the bathrooms, and I, I told them that I, I saw the pictures, and they, they were very disturbing to me as well. <laughs> and um, in that conversation, I said to them, these bathrooms will be upgraded. You don't have to worry about that, because I'm going to make sure that they are. But one of the things that I need from you is to work with your um, school uh, mates, your, your, your uh, classmates, to ensure that they, they, they take care of this. Mm-hmm. I told them a, a broken seat in a bathroom isn't any adult doing that. That's mm-hmm. students. Absolutely. So if we're going to fix these things, then we got a partner to work to maintain them. And they agreed, and so we had a good discourse about it. Um, but Mr. Milligan, please touch on the bathroom um, so that the community understands where we are with those. Uh, yes, Commissioner, will do. So, um, the bathroom situations in other schools uh, were, were not much, you know, very much similar. Um, facet broken down, um, urinal not working, our trees not working, um, tiles not working, privacy stars not, you know, 100%. So, we went ahead and we scoped our bathrooms in the school, you know, over 100 and somewhat bathrooms. Uh, we have contractors already and the grungs. Um, for Central High, getting ready to renovate all those bathrooms in Central High. That's 14 restrooms in Central High, uh, ready to renovate. We have doing the same thing at Complex. Matter of fact, all these all these schools are already scoped out, and um, these contractors are sitting waiting for the opportunity to go out and address these concerns. So you were going to say something? Uh, no, I was going to say. Um the, the, you know, the commission is completely correct. The bathrooms are very important. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the students and faculty got to take ownership of the schools. Too. Oh, yeah, that's the most you important know, part. Because, you know, we, we, we can't be fixing these things and next week come back to fix the thing again. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And uh, as, to, uh, as somebody that spent 12 years in the public school system, I know this is not a new problem. Um, no. 
you know so it, it, it's an ongoing problem but, but we need to have ownership in the schools i want to interject one thought here quick um and it's not y'all's responsibility but when i was growing up and uh, from the time i was 14 i worked at dpn or, or rather at um for youth commission in the summer and we weren't sitting down in our office like how these summer students doing on computer doing god knows what we were in the schools I remember my first summer I worked at Charles Emanuel School. Yes. And I learned how to tile. We tile we, we remove tile out of class and heat them up with a settling tank and shovel and shovel out tile. Um, scrape up all the old stuff, lay down the, 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 the adhesive, lay new tiles. And one summer we did that. We cleaned the system for for for, for Charles Emanuel School and thorough seal it. <laughs> and we paint the whole school. So your house good. Four now. of us. Your house good. Well, yes. Well, we <laughs> you know, but when but thing. when you know you do all that work, even though I wasn't going to that school, but when I went to my school, I realized what I had done at Charles Emmanuel. And if I see somebody messing up, I say, Hey man, you, you know that do we work on the school this summer? So let me give you a little scenario. I have this young guy um from Central High, Mr. Isles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happened to work way over the summer. So I come from the same, you know, era you come yes, from. So we execute the same way yeah so that's that's the same procedure we went with now mr mm-hmm. i is a wonderful young man you know a little wonderful young man. Mm-hmm. um work hard over the summer appreciate the opportunity to learn these new skills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the same meeting we had with the student he was one of them in there right and um mm-hmm. and it was it was so warming and, and mm-hmm. welcoming that mr i'll stand up to defend his work yeah yep. you he know did. and tell the rest kids man I, I i walk here this summer right i fixed these bathroom and mm-hmm. these bathroom were good and now you match them up yep and we need videos here cameras in these bathrooms because sure you are, can't be doing that to my work mm-hmm. i mean that was that was warming to me man and i like yeah but, but i think yes you did something good there there you go yeah. but 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 the, what i'm trying to say to the you know, department of labor whoever is in charge of summer project is we need to send the army of students back to education in the summer um, that would education used to get hundreds of students every summer on all three islands and we have work and, and, and you got work and listen and we would save so much money because it's contracting but uh, no, that's another story. So, I mean, we could always explore with our partnerships. Like right now, we hire, with our federal dollars, we hire about 20 student laborers in the summer. Um, and I'm sure we could always partner with labor to expand because they always look for employers in the summer. So mm-hmm. it's just for us to to complete that application and expand our pool and, and mm-hmm. just have help them place more individuals. Yeah. Um, but oh. I want to say that... I think I heard a com- commissioner. I, I know it's hard, it's hard because I'm not in the room with you. No guys, problem. No, you can butt in anytime. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, so I definitely can have that conversation with Commissioner Malloy. Please. Um, but one of the one of the things that I know about the summer employment because my son just participated in it. They try to place students based on where their interests are. Mm-hmm. I so understand. Back then when we were in school, you know, um, it was just like a summer opportunity, and they would place us in the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're trying to place the students within uh, those areas of interest. But I will have the conversation with him to see if there's a way that we can get that pride back because mm-hmm. it was a very good opportunity yeah. for students own their work Uh and also contribute and another thing that i wanted to say is um we're going to have deeper dive conversations with our current technical programs because our students Uh are in these programs and our current technical students can help us yes um to maintain as well so exploring more of those types of opportunities for those students who are in those tracks 
that can actually um, assist the maintenance division is the direction that the department is great. In it. Great. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Mr. Milligan will appreciate the help. Oh, he, so, he will welcome the know. help. He, he, he likes to mentor young, old, yes, any, anyone. <laughs> and so it's it's really great. And so in one of the things I want to say, too, is that as we work to get the contractors in to finish the entire restroom mm-hmm. remodeling, um, the maintenance team have gone in and done temporary repairs. Like, you know, there was this picture of a broken to- toilet seat that was replaced within like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're, they're going back in and, and continuing that maintenance in the, in the 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some critical things. Um, I think some of our AC units have arrived for, for some of the areas that, that have been identified. So that may not have been under 30 day, mm-hmm. but that's a 60 day. Um, but there are a lot of other great projects that, that we've hit mm-hmm. in, in our 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you can finish up. Mr. So, um, one of the exciting projects, because like Miss um, Dr. Homer mentioned, the AC. So we have all kitchens now will be, you know, 100% furnished with, with at least 10 to 15 tons of AC. Um, that's that's good news to the kitchen staff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> kitchen staff will complain, and it's just. It's not just the children now. We're looking at the staff now, right? Mm-hmm. So the kitchen staff were complaining for years. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable to cook in a in in an oven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, situation is going to change right now. Um, and that's good news. Uh, looking at Claudio Marco, mm-hmm. you know, um, I got I to gotta shout out uh, Waste Management um, Director Ron and, 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 and the staff, Mr. Mm-hmm. Navarro and his team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Ron Collins. Um, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on a phone call, mm-hmm. um, they're there to give me the assistance I need. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank Dash James and the public work crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing, and, and I've just been in the government for so long, I cannot use, you know, all that we have. But that's what that's so, what that's 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 that that's what you're supposed to do. Um, you network and and you and, and, and you you cash in those those connections when you need to. Yes, yeah. So we have an awesome relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they need us, we we there. Whenever I need them, they there. So I, we just trying to bring the government together, full collective, and um, take care of these needs to make sure the community is comfortable. Okay, so, okay, so um. Other than okay, we got some water. We get the the windows operators we working so that they can get to get the ACs. Uh, let's we, talk about some leaking pipes. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a situation of leaking pipes around the schools. Um, age cap of facilities. <laughs> Don't get um, me started. I mean, I mean, well, but we, our youngest school we, was built with copper pipes. Unbelievable, to, but then, <laughs> it's cheaper. It. It's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, but we have to mention it's mm-hmm. cheaper to to install, but more expensive to maintain. maintain. Absolutely, mm-hmm. a, a regular. Uh, male copper coupling is uh, like 90 to 150 dollars to inch that's mm-hmm. just one coupling mm-hmm. so it's very expensive to maintain mm-hmm. so um complex let's talk about complex um with these copper pipe the newest facility as dr homer mentioned um we have the c-tech era every day a brand new leak corrosion wear mm-hmm. and tear um it was it was so bad that they had to condemn classes mm-hmm. we went in there and we changed over maybe 2,000 feet of PVC pipe will remove the old copper and install Schedule 80 PVC pipe around the school. Now, this school is now good for another 100 years with those pipes. <laughs> yeah. You know, we had the same situation in Alfredo. We still have little spots in Alfredo we still have to work on because there's so much copper pipe to remove 
and, and uh, upgrade with these scheduled ATP we see. Um, and I want to add that Mr. Milligan missing a piece that was important. The piece that's important that, um, and I again, mean, I'm not the maintenance person, <laughs> but in all the meetings that I sit in, I, I think I could talk a little bit was when there was a leak prior there wasn't a way for us to isolate that section of the school oh. and so allow the school to function. What the maintenance team has done it, done now and you know is that when they've done when they replaced that copper pipe, they've created the opportunity for us with the new PVC to kind of cap off or, or isolate. isolate that so the school can still function while they address the leaks. So I mean all of this is going on and moving forward and I just want to make sure that you know, we also hit the little intricacies or little details to make sure that everybody's aware that we're moving, but as we move, we're fixing it so we could function better moving forward. Right. And and, and different people have different grapes. Yeah, so, you know? I mean, um, for Dr. Herman, uh, isolation, Bob, is a big deal. But for yeah. me, that's the part of doing my job. <laughs> right. So, you you know, so, I really didn't mention it because, you know, I know that uh-huh. we have to do this to continue, right. you know, our work going by. But um, those are some of the situations and we face it every day. Um, and like that commissioner said, these things that we're doing ain't nothing new. Uh-huh. You know, so, we hit the so ground. If I, may, the ground if I, may, I think this is, might be a good time to jump in, uh, Mr. Henry, to talk about what we're seeing at Complex. Um, Complex is 28 years old, and it's, it's the newest facility in the St. Croix district. However, the extent of the problems at Complex blew my mind. Uh, really, the life cycle of a school is, is generally 40 years, so Complex still has 12 years to go before we deem it as a school that needs to be replaced. However, through the uh, federal partnership with FEMA, we're now able to get funding into the territory to allow us to modernize Complex. Modernizing meaning we're changing out all the copper piping and putting the correct piping in the school. But during the assessment that's being done uh, to create the design for the modernization, uh, the architects discovered that um, the roof, the roof of complex and CTEC, the whole roof, Mr. Henry, has to be replaced. Wow. There's no packing of that, that $50 million? That whole roof has to be taken off and redone. Um, but the, the, the good news is that we are able to do so because we have the adequate funding to okay. make the necessary upgrades and improvements to the complex um, facility and the CTEC side as well. Mm-hmm. But I just needed to say that because it's a bigger problem than mm-hmm. what the community really sees. Because mm-hmm. when you go into complex, you see a beautiful school, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and you think all is well despite some rust and some okay. copper pipes leaking here and there. Excuse me, Commissioner. I know you can't hear the music on your end, but um, we're going to take a break and hold that thought because that's very important and we'll talk about it when we come back in the last segment, okay? Technology Center and the VI Energy Office, in partnership with the Worldwide Universities Network, are hosting the second annual VI Energy Fair. 
There will be live demonstrations, interactive exhibits on energy and sustainability, and community leaders on site to discuss the territory's efforts to reduce energy costs. The fair takes place at the UVI Sports and Fitness Center on St. Thomas on October 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, visit cgtc-usvi.org. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. Again, everybody, we're back for our last segment here and analyze this with the Department of Education. We got Commissioner um, Hedgerton Wells. I always got to make sure I, I said the right one first. I said, no, Wells Hedgerton. Yes, <laughs> your husband going to kill me. And um, uh, we have uh, the superintendent for St. Croix, uh, Dr. Atley Herman. Yeah. I got that right. Yes. And then, <laughs> that's why I always got my name only. It's just easier. <laughs> but, uh, and then, of course, Director Yancy Milligan, who's um, the uh, head of our thing. But, Commissioner, you were making um, a comment, um, some comments before we had to go to break. I want you to pick back up, please. Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, Springline Architects are currently uh, working on the modernization design for complex and in their assessment. Um, it was brought to, to my attention that the roofing conditions at the complex and CTEC site have to be completely removed and replaced. And so for me, that was very startling because that was that is one of the um, newest schools in the territory, mm-hmm. and it's experiencing um, um, great, great, great issues. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, we're, we're maintaining, but we're also working uh, to get the dollars in the territory mm-hmm. to do the much-needed um, modernizations and replacements across the territory. And so that in itself tells us that if I'm dealing with those type of issues at a school that's 28 years old, mm-hmm. and I got schools in my territory or in this district that are 50-plus years old, you could expect 
expect that there are going to be some unexpected challenges mm-hmm. as we work to really fix our schools properly. So I just wanted to put that out there mm-hmm. because sometimes we don't tell people enough about what we're doing in the mm. department. And so we are aggressively, I don't play, I go in after that money. <laughs> I need that money in the territory yes. because I need these schools fixed. I need these children, I need the, the mm-hmm. faculty and staff to be in comfortable environments right. to do their work properly. So mm. that's, that's what we're doing as well. Right. And I want the, the public to know that um, a lot of people probably don't realize that before you became commissioner, you actually was the COO. And then before that, I think you were like a deputy or assistant commissioner. But your portfolio was the um, the school maintenance, whatever you want to call it, the structure and rebuilding of the schools. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yes. So, so my point being is that you quite you're just new to what needs to be done. You, you you have some background in this in so, this area. So it's, it's, it's funny you say that, Mister Henry. I think mm. when when Seema saw me walk into the room as the CEO, oh, um, you again was <laughs> cringe um, because I always challenge them. Mm-hmm. You know, part of part of these negotiations, and I think that I was divinely placed there because I brought mm-hmm. a different perspective as an educator. Mm-hmm. So while the engineers are telling me that every every classroom could be the same size, the square, same square footage, I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. It depends on the discipline that you're teaching. If my my career and technical classrooms can't be the same size as an elementary school, That's and so correct. I was able to challenge um, many of the decisions that were made that led to the casting, um, which was the precursor. You know, after Richards really set the bar, mm-hmm. and so everything else now comes at at. at on behind of that and so we're able to to gain more for the territory so even though you know we're getting beaten up about these schools it's fine i mean they're old and we understand that we still have a great opportunity in this territory to really fix our schools for the first time in in all my life and i'm 52 Mm -hmm. that that we're seeing this type of construction in VIDE's footprint so that's something really really good for the territory really Mm -hmm. good for I think you came along, uh, Commissioner, at just the right time is what I was trying to say in the nutshell. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to go back to... Ms. So I, I think, Lisa. yeah, that, that's my job here today, segue. And, and yeah, yeah right. you're doing a good so, job. <laughs> um, you know, and, and the community needs to understand that, you know, the commissioner comes with a depth and breadth of knowledge on both ends. Um, mm-hmm. As a former superintendent, principal, teacher, um, and then COO, you know, she sat in the COO seat and made it quite clear to the Sinkroy team at one point that we need to look at our electrical, you know, so the conversation was there. She's brought that knowledge forward. And so it kind of helps us as we pivot. Like for me as a, is a young superintendent in the game, you know, Mm -hmm. having her expertise and her knowledge, even on the operational side. Mm -hmm. And so that helped us in scoping and, and, reframing our 30-day plan and and that's why we're here that's why we want to make the community aware of just the progress and make sure that they hear it on all mediums mm-hmm. you know so um we we look forward there's an education 360 this evening where we'll be updating for um the territory and projects in the saint thomas st john district mm-hmm. and and what's happening but as that's moving forward and we're informing them of, of what's happening in saint thomas st john mm-hmm. we have to commit to being transparent as to what we committed to about 30 days ago for St. Croix. What is the Education 360? So Education 360 is actually our version of a um, media 
release. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a press box, but it's our opportunity to, whether YouTube Live, Facebook Live, um, just I update. So what venue are you using tonight? So tonight, I'm trying to get you to. I know. I'm trying to remember. We're using <laughs> Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Um, right. So we definitely are going to be live on Facebook this mm-hmm. evening, and we're going to be sharing that. And of course, we always up- upload it to our YouTube page. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be on a government access channel. I think Commissioner Government Access Channel, correct? Government Access Channel. Um, this is going to segue into um, our launch of our own. Uh, show on WTJX, Mr. Henry. Well, excuse um, it's me. Called the <laughs> and um, it's going to be aired twice a month. And it's not just about the commissioner. It's about the principals coming forward to talk about the work that they're doing in school improvement within their schools. How are we recovering the academic loss? Because it's more than just infrastructure. You know, it's about what our children are learning within our buildings. And so we'll be able to showcase our schools and principals will have a forum in which they can update the community on the great things that are being done independently in our, our learning institution. So we're getting ready to launch next month. Um, community, look for, look out for those announcements. We'll be live on WTJX as well as on their platform and our platform. And our goal, again, is to get the information out and be as transparent as we can with our external stakeholders as well as internal stakeholders. Right, and so um, we have a, a email address, questions at vide.vi, um, for the community to submit their questions. It starts this evening at 5.30 p.m. Tune in via Facebook Live, so you can um, VID Facebook Live, our YouTube Live, or Channel 27 and the Government Access Channel. And so we did one um, for St. Croix District. Um, tonight is the St. Thomas St. John District. And then we're uh, and in a, like at the same time on a tangent, mm-hmm. we are updating on where are we from that Education 360 on the St. Croix District, you know, right now. And so, um, Mr. Milligan, I, I know you've been, we get a little sip break mm-hmm. there, yes. but it's your turn. I'm handing it back over to you. Well, Let's yeah, go. I know I miss working right now. You know, <laughs> yes, um, yes. the talking thing ain't too much on my mm-hmm. agenda, but I'm getting familiar with it. Um, see, even though the holy mic, mm-hmm. um, keep it close to your mouth. Yeah, so I'm getting a little familiar with it. So I'm, like I say, uh, we committed to handle all these challenge. Um, we know of them; they're nothing new to us, and we can continue knocking them out as they come. Um, we want to make sure that these schools is comfortable for this children and the staff and the visitors, the parents should be comfortable and feel, you know, in a good state, the mind that their children is in a good place. Um, and that's what we want. Like you say, I'm, I'm, I've been to Arley's public school. Um, I graduated seven kids from the public school, seven children from the public school. You know, um, public school is a great place. I managed to get all and a student out of school. <laughs> so I, I love my public school. Yeah. Um, dear to my heart, and they're going to do everything possible to make sure all the children had the experience that I had. Um, I had a great time in my public school. It's a great place. I compete against private school children anywhere in the world. I knock them off. Okay. So our public school is a great place, and we love it. And we got to make it a better place, and that's my commitment. Um, you know, just didn't want to talk too much and get right. too excited. I'm ready to get my work well, done. Let me help you out. Um, could you, um, uh, you know, just so people could have an understanding of how the maintenance division is set up, because, you know, when we went to public school, 
years ago it was different there was always a super there for lack of a better term you know, the maintenance man you know. but <laughs> I, I, you know anything go wrong you go find this maintenance yeah. man you so know we, we, we still have that structure okay so we have 14 facilities on st croix mm-hmm. but we have a coordinator that handled two okay seven coordinators you know i mean six coordinators divided and different facilities that they're responsible for and also at those facilities the coordinator also have a crew mm-hmm. um the crew is there full crew some smaller than or larger than some mm-hmm. um but we do have our presence at all the schools at okay. all the time um anything come up we can handle it mm-hmm. and if we reach to like maintenance we speak on maintenance mm-hmm. um so maintenance is a day-to-day operation right so that's why the crew is there um, we also have preventative maintenance, mm-hmm. which is a very important part of the whole maintenance structure. Because preventative maintenance allows us to not run into hiccups along right. the way. We know them, we schedule them, okay. and we make day to challenge them. Mm-hmm. So it won't be any surprises. So gotcha. And then we have constructed maintenance. Mm-hmm. Well, after the preventative maintenance, we say, okay, we need a roof. Mm-hmm. It was leaking. We fixed the leak. We can't mm-hmm. go no more. So now we don't do the prevention. Now we got to do some construction. Mm. And that's where you so, design and all that. That's where we're going to scoping. We go outside mm-hmm. and look for contractors so they could finish, do the task that we might not be able to do because right. of resources, skills, time, you know, all the mm-hmm. different things we put in consideration. So right. maintenance is very aggressive every day, being aggressive, especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, like you asked, is the man on the ground every day? Mm-hmm. And every situation they could deal with. Mm-hmm. So some situation might be pending until we get back to it with the right resources to do so. Mm-hmm. so but the maintenance is on the ground every day. Okay. You know, very skillful and knowledgeable. We gotta upgrade some of the guys' them skills. You mm-hmm. know, we're working on that. Um some of them haven't been satisfied with the pay for years. Mm-hmm. A little disgruntled, but mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna fix that along the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um same like the students. Uh right now the students being seen what Actually, they're seeing so many new things going on that they're excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is the more they see, the more they want. Of course. You yes. know, oh, so, they're so, doing this, so yeah. okay, what about this? And, and, and it's <laughs> so a they give you ideas. And we don't, I don't mind it. We don't mind mm-hmm. it. And I, I always tell the children in the school, make noise. Well, you yes, know, agitate make, for make change. Noise so, I could, so I could hear you. Agitate for change. And I will be that change that you mm-hmm. need because if you don't make noise, I don't know. Right. The public won't know. Uh-huh. So go ahead and make nice. If you don't yeah. like the taste of the water, say something. Uh-huh. If the window operator ain't working, say something. And if you have an idea, offer a solution. And, exactly. yeah, and, and that's and that's the thing. I think the community isn't aware. And even when the strike was occurring and I was engaging with students, and even when the commissioner was engaging with students, our children are so clear on their thoughts. Uh-huh. Our children are very, they, they know, you know, so there's adults who guide students and we're telling them what to think Mm -hmm. but our children are clear on what they want Mm -hmm. how they wanted to approach it and what they wanted to 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 see Mm -hmm. and so engaging with them in those meetings and i'm excited about engaging with them um in the meetings this weekend they still engage with us in between Mm -hmm. is that they are very clear and Mm -hmm. and i am proud as a superintendent to say that we are graduating not just critical thinkers Mm -hmm. but individuals who reflect Mm-hmm. and see like okay how could i have done this differently what are the ways and approaching and like we you know we had a side conversation they're problem solvers as well mm-hmm. so it's very yes. important <laughs> for us to recognize that our that the educators 
in VIDE, but I'm going to speak specifically for St. Croix, have done a great job with our children because they are very, very eloquent. You know, they understand how to, to direct and move a conversation forward. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's, it's critical that in these 30 days, we, we continue to provide the community with updates. We continue to, to, to show them the work of what's happening and to just let them know like, hey, we committed to something and this is how we rebuild trust. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, you know, the commissioner has three R's. Um, she's reforming, <laughs> rebuilding and rebranding VIDE. I know those three R's from day one. I, I repeat them in my sleep. And so I, I, we're rebuilding trust through that. And so it's very critical for us to continue on the mission, on the vision, so our children can have the best possible experience. And we can start talking about the other side of it. Because once the infrastructure is fixed, we also need to talk about the teaching and learning. And so in these 30 days, not just we're working on the infrastructure, but we heard the cry of teachers in terms of supplies. And so we've increased our educational supplies that have been coming in. So schools have been receiving deliveries mm-hmm. of, of their instructional supplies. And we know where we live geographically, right? Yes. So it's hurricane season. Sometimes a, a container gets stuck on a port in Miami, in Texas, mm-hmm. wherever it is. And so it don't arrive when it was supposed to arrive but supplies are in mm-hmm. uh, we've already made appropriations for supplies for the start of next school year that we're going to order early enough to be here on time and so we are shifting and moving on both sides the instructional side and the infrastructural side to provide the best possible education for our well, children you, you, well, yeah. i'm gonna get you a record deal use, use a right man a but the commissioner yeah, if I may, I just want to wrap up and touch a little mm-hmm. bit on the direction that the maintenance division is going in. Um, actually, um, it's a very good day for VIDE all around. Um, the first time in, in over 15 years uh, when the maintenance division territory-wide have access to $5 million that our legislators have committed to providing for them for uh, as a sustained uh, funding uh, for them uh, to continue to do their efforts in the past. It's been $2 million, which has not been um, adequately funded. Okay. Um, Commissioner, we get music. Um, two <laughs> seconds. Two seconds. She got to wrap it up. Okay, uh, I'll wrap it up for you. We thank in uh, the Department of Education for the 30-day project update. We have uh, we had Commissioner uh, Hedrington, uh, Superintendent um, Herman, and Director Milligan, thank you all very much. And big up Lloyd Henry Jr. over at the warehouse. Yes, oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. 
CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org events.